Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 332 of the Transmove podcast. And I use that intro because tonight, for those wrestling fans, it's, you know, WWE, tune in for the Monday Night Raw reunion where we're going to have all the legends, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, all those good people, but including D-Generation X, who I just stole that intro off. So I like to geek out on these things. I'm a bit of a nerd, closet nerd that way. Anyway, I started doing this podcast, like I said, I was going to a few days back, and I jumped on there and got about three, three and a half minutes into it, and then I heard the... on the front door, and a mate came around, and I ditched the podcast and started playing some snooker with him downstairs. So, I'm here answering Ryan's question, who he sent in about ten days ago. So, I did send him a very brief, quick um, email reply, but... Yeah, I'm a bit hopeless with the podcast lately, but I do fully aim to really kick things off again. So if you guys have any questions that you want answered in 10 days' time, send them through to tim at trainsmove.com or jump onto the website, trainsmove.com. And Ryan's question is, I'm 16 years old and I train 17 hours a week, not including core strength exercises. I have to walk my dog two times a day for around 40 minutes per time, Uh, so this is about an hour and 20 of walking per day. How does walking affect my training recovery? I think it might help recover since since you get the blood moving. I appreciate your thoughts. I sent him an email because I got a bit curious on um, the training volume, what's he training for. Um, so we write right back. So my goals is to get a decent time in a sprint triathlons over the next year. I am in my high school cross country track team for two years, and I started training triathlons six months ago. I got into triathlons because I got injured. I got injured from running and was swimming and biking as part of cross training. And I enjoyed it so I enjoyed it a lot. So I decided to do all three sports. Uh, I I swim, bike, I swim, bike, run six times a week, and do core exercise workouts five times a week. I'm self-coached for swimming and biking, but not running since I am not uh, since I'm in the high school team which my PR for the last season in three miles is 16.30. So, 40 minutes per morning, 40 minutes per day um, walking the dog. That's a that's a fair, fair whack of time. Um, walking will help recovery, um, to definitely help promote recovery to a point. Um, but you can also, there's a, there's, a, there's a few things here. So, um, you can use it as part of your to help help with training, um, help with recovery. Um, it'd be cool to know. I should have asked what dog you had, what type of dog you had. Can you incorporate your dog into your training? Um, but I'm guessing for 40 minutes for morning, 40 minutes of a night. I'm guessing you've got like a farm dog sort of sort of thing, one that has a fair fair whack of energy. But um, but yeah, walking, walking. So what you do is stick on some compression socks or something, and you just go for a nice, easy walk, and that, that will um, definitely help aid recovery. You can also use it for to help build strength. In particular, help build strength for your running. 
um, you might want to talk to your cross country coach before before really implying all this stuff. But um, for for instance, I, I get I get some athletes to do it depending on the athlete um, what the situation is and stuff. But I'll get them walking, power walking up hills. And so if you start incorporating a lot of hill walking, that actually helps build um, functional strength in, and that will help. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be that high value for yourself because you'd be, you know, everything's all very high intense. But for, I, I say that more for the, um, the iron distance middle-aged to older athletes if they if their body if they can't put in those big miles um to run that you really want to because injury prone or your body's just not liking it hill walking is just just a nice or inclined treadmill walks but anyway i digressed um so yeah uh, i'd i'd put the heart rate on monitor on and just keep your heart rate as low as possible but yeah you also got to keep keep in mind i guess for dogs um they just like a good sniff around so walking slow might, might be good but yeah no I, I like it i'm three miles um you run 1630 so last year so you would have been 15 yeah that's that's moving um i should have asked you what your long-term goals were you training six yeah 17 i liked how you're self-coached in the bike and the swim to a point because you can um because you're being coached by your you know school high school coach you can change your swims and bikes to help help with what you're doing on the run um, as long as you you know not going out doing threshold sets of a of a morning with your high school coach or or doing it on the bike and then that afternoon you're deciding to do a you know you're doing these hard nasty r- runs at high school that that's going to kind of balance what you're trying to achieve. I probably would say though with your core strength exercises that you're doing five days a week, I wouldn't go ballistic on them. Um, you know, I don't know what you're doing on them, but you, you can limit them to around 10, 10 minutes or so per um, per session, or try and incorporate them in part of your swim session. So just before you do a jumping, jump into the water, or you might be doing them before track running. Just add a little bit of core core work there, and then jump into the pool and knock that swim session over but good luck with it all i'm not exactly answering your question that well but walking will help um so but the more fatigue you have the slower you're gonna have to walk and oh well maybe yeah it'd be cool if you um got if you started monitoring your your um like you had a watch a garment or something and you plugged it into something to like um today's plan and actually um all training peaks and monitored your stress your body stress levels and um and see see what see how they bounce back from there that, that would be a more appropriate way of really monitoring how fast you're recovering from it all
and then you look at um what are you doing in your training are you recovering from your training quick enough is are you penciled in to do a crap load of 400s on the track but you're not hitting hitting the numbers that the coach is saying well then you got to look elsewhere is it you know maybe i've got to dial back on the bike slightly or or, or whatever it is so you keep a very very detailed training log i'd probably keep keep it um so i, I like i for the most part i use final surge it's free it's nice nice and easy but it's not going to monitor what you're trying to um you're probably not going to get out what out of it what they've got at the moment so i'd probably go to either training peaks or what i like what i geek the hell out on is today's plan i think their analyticals just another level um but i'd be putting as much information and data into that as possible and you can track um, what's working what's not working and then so for the next you know you're not going to get a lot out of it for the ne- you know over a few months but when you start looking six months you know longer it, it's going to be worth its weight in gold but good luck with it all keep me informed i, l- I love following along if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Until next episode, here we are.